0: Welcome back to the conclusion of Pastor Tim's message, Church Members from 3 John verses 1 through 14. It is true that the church is made up of its people, that the members provide examples to this generation and to the next. And so a church that is blessed with godly, active, faithful members is blessed with examples worthy of following. If the church has someone like Demetrius or Gaius They need to let that rub off on the rest of the church family. That's the kind of church member everyone wants and needs. Here's Pastor Tim.
1: Beloved, do not imitate what is evil. But do imitate, he says, what is good. So in verse number 12, we get to meet another member. This time he calls another person by name. It's not Diotrephes, it is Demetrius. So I don't want to be like Diotrephes, but I do want to be like Demetrius. Demetrius is worth mimicking. He's worth imitating. He's the kind of church member that you hope that your children get to be around. He's the kind of church member that you look at and say, Man, I wish I could take him to the copy machine. I'd make a whole bunch of him. You know, we need need more and more people, just like Demetrius. Why is that? Well, look at what John says. In verse number 12, Demetrius has a good testimony from all. He has a good testimony from all. So this is the first thing I would say about Demetrius and why he is worth imitating. He had a good testimony. He had a good testimony testimony some of you that have been around long enough know now that you know we stepped into a mess you know after you know, Jim and Dot, of course were there and you know after after a couple of three months I started wondering Lord what in the world are you doing why why am I here I I I am not qualified for this, I didn't sign up for this, and I must have missed this day at seminary because they didn't teach me how to do this at all. We'd had an awful problem with someone who had stolen money, who was embezzling money from the church. We discovered after doing some investigation that she had taken money from that was supposed to be paid on taxes, payroll taxes, She had written checks to herself out of the church budget. Uh, She had taken a good amount of the daycare money. We had a daycare back then and spent that simply on herself. You know, I did used to wonder when I got the mail, why we would get these catalogs for dresses (laughs) 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 and why I kept getting stuff from NASCAR And, and it didn't take me long to find out why the church was receiving those kinds of things. As we began to get together, Jim was a part of that. And uh, Jim was, on, was one of our deacons at that point. Might have even been our chairman, if I, if I remember right. Um, um, so, take away that thing I said about chairman of deacons a while ago. Because <laughs> Jim was awesome. We got a small group of people together and said, this is what we need to do. And the first thing that we need to do is we need to find out what we owe and who we owe it to. And we discovered that there was a lot of people that this church owed money to. And what we discovered along the way was this church had a terrible reputation. The reputation was that church doesn't pay its bills. I mean, they, they may want you to uh, do, some, you know, uh, do some kind of advertising campaign. They may want you to do something, but they're not going to pay you for it, especially if it was something that's local. So the first thing we had to do was to go and make sure that all of those things are right, the accounts are right, and promise them that that's not ever going to happen again. It's one thing when you go to a mom-and-pop place. It's another thing when you go to the IRS and try to tell them those same things. What I can tell you today is every bill gets paid on time. On time. And that's because of the gifts of people, and it's because of the faithfulness of the people that we have that are in charge of that. It tells me then that today, if you were to ask any of our local businesses, is this a good customer or a bad customer? They would say, Britt David is a good customer. They pay their bills on time, and they pay their bills in full. That's one way to earn a good testimony. Others is simply by doing the right kinds of things. Now, we talked about having somebody that you look up to. Somebody that you could follow. Somebody who is a Demetrius in your life. But the reality is is that the person that you are looking up to needs somebody to look up to. And Demetrius needs a Demetrius in his life. Everybody needs somebody. I would say that that person for Demetrius is Gaius. Is Gaius. He is the one to whom John is writing this letter, and he's the one I think that's reading this letter to the rest of the church. Go back with me to verse number one. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it, but I think it's important for you to see. John begins this letter the very same way that he began his second letter by introducing himself as the elder. The elder. To the beloved Gaius, whom I love in truth. By the way, let me stop there. This is for free. This in parentheses. This is one of the reasons why I think that 2 John is written to a church and not to a specific lady. Because here he's writing to a specific man and he calls him by name. Okay close parentheses, here we go, to the beloved Gaius, whom I love in truth. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, here's the key, just as your soul prospers. If we prospered in our health, and we prospered materially, based on how our soul prospers in our relationship with God, would we be well? He's hoping Gaius will. Gaius is, Gaius is prospering in his soul. And John's praying that everything in his life follows suit. He says in verse number 3, For I rejoiced greatly when brethren came and testified of the truth that is in you, just as you... Gaius, you walk in the truth. Just what he had said to that church. Now, Gaius, you're doing that. In fact, look at verse number 4. What a great passage. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. That they walk in truth. That's Gaius. Gaius, I believe, then was a convert of John the Apostle, that John led him to faith in Christ. And now he sees him in a different church and in a different setting, and he's still growing in his faith. And John wants the best for him in all things and recognizes and testifies that Gaius is a man who walks in the truth, and he rejoices over that. Look at verse number five. Beloved, you do faithfully, here's a great word to underline, whatever you do for the brethren. And for strangers. You do it faithfully. If you're going to walk in truth, then live out that truth by walking in faithfulness. And that's what he's doing, isn't it? These brethren, these strangers, who have borne witness of your love before the church, if you send them forward on their journey in a manner worthy of God, you will do well because they went forth For his name's sake, taking nothing from the Gentiles, we therefore ought to receive such that we may become fellow workers for the truth. Do You see that John is saying that what is in Gaius is what he had hoped for the whole church. In 2 John, he said, I want you to walk in truth. He says, Gaius walks in truth. He said, I want the church to walk in love. Gaius walks in love. I want the church to walk in obedience. Gaius walks in obedience. And he says then, to this church now that Gaius is a part of, where Demetrius is and where Diotrephes is, now you should receive people who are just like that. And Diotrephes says, no. I don't receive people like that. But Demetrius is watching. He sees how Gaius responds. He sees how Gaius acts. He sees the righteousness both in his character and in his actions. And he notes that Gaius has a good testimony. And he wants to mimic him. Demetrius then gets a good testimony. And others ought to emulate him. That person that you thought of earlier... Be like them in faithfulness and in righteousness and in love and in obedience. All right, there are two things, two reasons why we ought to mimic or be like Demetrius. One is because he had a good testimony. But number two, he was grounded in truth. He was grounded in truth. Look at what it says about Demetrius. Demetrius has a good testimony from all, from everybody. And... From the truth itself. And we also bear witness and you know that our testimony is true. What he's saying is this. When you take Demetrius and you line him up with the word of God. And you take that plumb line that Amos talks about and you place it right in between them. Amos is straight as an arrow. I mean Demetrius is straight as an arrow. Demetrius is the kind of person that you ought to be like. If you want to hit the target, be like Demetrius. If you want to be straight in all things, be like Demetrius. If you want to be faithful, if you want to be truthful, if you want to be loving, if you want to be obedient, be like Demetrius. These are the kind of church members that we look forward to. John finishes this letter in much the same way that he finished Second John. He says, I had many things to write, but I do not wish to write to you with pen and ink, but I hope to see you shortly, and we shall speak face to face. Peace to you. Our friends greet you. Greet the friends. Look at those last two words. By name. When somebody calls your name and they put you here at Brit David, it ought to be in the same category with a person like Demetrius. Don't you want to be like that? Maybe I should bow your head and close your eyes. Maybe that's something that you need to ask the Lord about. Maybe you need to ask Him for help. Maybe you're... Young enough or you're at a point to where you recognize that you need an example. You need church heroes. I remember asking the Lord. Lord, I want to be that guy's friend. Because I saw godliness in his character. If God answered me, he can answer you. Who do you want to be like? Lord Jesus, ultimately, we want to be like you. We want to be carved into the image of your Son. And we know that you work all things together for our good. We know that. We know that you do those things so that we might be conformed to his image. So Lord, help us to be like Jesus in our speech, in our actions, in our attributes. We bless you for what you do in us, and what you do for us, and what you do through us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Stand with me where you are. Maybe you need to come. Maybe you need to be in the altar. I will tell you this. I mean, you know, it's not, I'm not trying to force you into something, but I am telling you this. If I were a kid and I were looking for somebody that I wanted to emulate in my church, it would be the people who come to the altar. It just would. It's there for you. Hope you use it. Sean, lead us.
0: This year at Brit David, we would like to challenge you to join us in reading through the Bible in a year. This is a great and rewarding way to start your day. If you would like a copy of the reading plan, you can request a copy at churchoffice at brittdavid.org. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is churchoffice at brittdavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Britt David Road columbus georgia 31909 thanks again for joining us here on brit david podcast